Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to a Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us this morning. But before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we just thank you for the pattern that you have placed in us, Lord, mm-hmm. and in our lives, which is Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, God. And we just thank you for all that you're doing for us, Lord, and all that you're doing in us, God, that you're developing us to look like you, Lord, yes, Lord, as you have created us to be since the beginning. And God, we just thank you for those that you are taking out of the hand of the enemy, Lord, that you're saving their souls and bringing them into their kingdom, Lord. And we just thank you for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy towards them, Lord. And we ask for a double portion for them, Lord, for all that the enemy has taken, Lord, and that their blessings come upon them and overtake them, Lord, so they don't know what to do with it but praise you, God. And we just Mm -hmm. thank you for those things, and we take them in faith right now, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everybody. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study on the Lord's house. And this morning we are moving forward in in our study and we're going to be looking at Exodus 25. All right. Um, so can I get a volunteer to read the first nine verses, please? I will. All right, Charles. Now the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel that they bring me an offering from everyone who gives it willingly with his heart. You shall take my offering. And this is the offering which you shall take from them, gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen, and goat's hair, ram skin, dyed red, badger skins, and acacia wood, oil for the light, and spices for the anointing oil, and for the sweet incense, onyx stones and stones to be set in the ephod and in the breastplate, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. According to all that I show you, that is, the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishing, just so you shall make it. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, a couple things I want to point out before we open it up to our, I'll say our normal custom of discussion. The first thing he says is, speak to the children of Israel that they bring me an offering from everyone who gives it willingly with his heart and you shall take my offering he's putting the burden on Moses if you will I'll say burden but he's making him responsible for collecting it right yes there's a couple things we want to want to look at here as it pertains to offerings right yes the first thing that the Lord wants and desires is what? Obedience. Our obedience mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. Because that's our heart. Mm-hmm. Our heart is set. Our willingness is set to be, to demonstrate, reciprocate the same love that he shows us. Mm-hmm. And doesn't always, ju- or I'll say it, not always. It doesn't just come through blessings, Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because, again, we're looking at patterns here. 
what I'll say offering did Adam and a woman present to the Lord in the garden? I'd say the offering they gave us their obedience to what the Lord commanded them to do. So, just like Paul says later, present yourselves as a living sacrifice? Yes. Which is your reasonable service of worship? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Because the first time you see offerings mentioned is in Genesis 4 with Cain and Abel, right? Yes. And why yes. did they present them? The Lord had already showed him, showed them that when he covered their parents when they had sinned and they had sewn the fig leaves together. Mm-hmm. And so then an animal had, had, an animal's blood had to be shed to cover their sin. Right. Their but specifically their about Cain and Abel. Okay. It says that they presented an offering. Each of them. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's it say? And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering. But he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. Okay. How we give matters, yes? Yes. The Lord here describes, he gives willingly, right? Yes. He who gives willingly from his heart. And you see how Cain did not, right? Um, Later in scripture, it tells us not to give out of compulsion, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, But the Lord loves a cheerful giver, right? Yes. Now we just in Exodus 24 heard at least twice that the people, everybody in Israel said that they were going to serve the Lord, right? Yes. yes. Two, twice they made that declaration. But then let's also look at uh, Genesis 14. And so, so while people are getting there, Cain and Abel, it was about giving because the Lord had blessed them, right? Yes. Okay. Now, can I get a volunteer to read 18 through 20, uh, Genesis 14, 18 through, 18 through 21, please. I will. All right, Charles. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was a priest of the God Most High, and he blessed them and said, Blessed be Abram of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand, and he gave them a tithe of all. Now the king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the persons and take the goods for yourself. Okay. So a couple things to point out here, right? Why was the Lord asking for an offering in Exodus 25? The, the literal would be to supply the items needed to build the Lord's okay. um, temple and tent. So it was for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And then the second reason is because the Lord had just blessed them. Had he not? Yes. He yes. delivered them from Egypt. And were they not, I'll say, paid to leave? They were restored 
basically plundered all that was owed them in their time of slavery and bondage there. Amen. In one day. So it matters. So they had just been blessed, mm-hmm. right? Amen. Yes. I mean, Lord, their very life was a blessing. <laughs> Amen. Let alone with riches. Amen. But now, let's focus on verses 21, uh, 20 and 21. Of which? Of, ex- of Genesis 14. Hey, John. Yes, can we, can we just camp out there for just a quick moment? Absolutely, brother. What they received? Yes. Because it says they, by this, they plundered mm-hmm. the Egyptians. So yes. just conceptually thinking and moving forward in that, mm-hmm. now we're building the tent of meeting. What, yes. did we, what materials did we have for the tent of meeting? We had fine twined linen. We had gold. We had wood. We had all these items. They were in the desert. Right, exactly. These, these things, there's no mention that these things materialized out of sand or that they prayed and God delivered them like manna when they came in the morning. So gold, most people silver, have this idea fine of, linen. Here's a procession of people like a bunch of hobos with a stick <laughs> over their shoulder and a bag with, <laughs> with some, some meager <laughs> belongings. There must have been carts and donkeys and all kinds of, I mean, they're hauling wood. They're hauling gold. They're hauling, hauling all kinds of um, clothing, and uh-huh. um, not clothing, but a linen or uh, uh, um, it says fine linen, reams of garments, reams of uh, of cloth, mm-hmm. so, I mean, uh-huh. they, fabric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fabric. I mean, mm-hmm. they had all, they, you know, they, this was quite a procession. Absolutely. Leaving. I mean, they they were blessed beyond measure. And there's later we hear where they they tell them stop giving. Right, there's yes. so much to give. This was not a meager procession leaving. They plundered literally plundered Absolutely. the egyptians plunder means take everything right <laughs> when when god gives commands later right and to yes. plunder them they took everything absolutely right? I, I really don't think there was much left in egypt a lot of people still the historians are still trying to figure out what happened to all the stuff in the tombs i, I think it left with the israelites a lot of it did i think i, that, I don't that's know the word i don't know but but, but let's I look mean, at just they bankrupted when, them for sure if we fast forward mm-hmm. and get to the golden calf what was the golden calf made from? That was just some earrings. earrings. Just the earrings. Yeah. Just the earrings. Right. Like, consider that for a moment. That's a lot of earrings. And it said all their earrings. No, it just said, <laughs> give me your earrings. That's a lot of gold. Like, yeah. Like, and, like the ones you already are wearing, like currently wearing. Right. Like, how incredible is that? And you come up with this golden calf, like, that clearly had to be some considerable size. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I'm sure it's not a little, little desktop. <laughs> Version of <laughs> yeah, well, of whatever, cap, you know what I mean? Like, but they, they, they how would everybody, millions of people, worship that? Like, that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, to actually be able to see it, right? Exactly. <laughs> from from way in the back, you know, three plus million people. Like, that's an incredible, incredible thought. Like when you consider it. But yes, as you point out, like there is so many different things: gold and silver and copper, and I mean, just incredible. But do we see a similarity in a pattern here? The Lord blessed them coming out of Egypt, mm-hmm. and in Genesis, he blessed Abraham, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That's yeah. why in verse 21, oh, sorry, in verse 19 and 20. Of Genesis. Of Genesis 14 okay. is where, wait, we see Abraham blessed, right? Mm-hmm. Blessed yes. by Melchizedek, who is both a king and a high priest, yes? Mm-hmm. And yes. the type yes. and shadow of Jesus. Uh, exactly, a type and mm-hmm. shadow of Christ. Who is our high priest forever. Amen. Amen. Now, let's also look at verse 21. Of Genesis chapter because, 14. Right. So in there, we all, like, hold on. In verse 20, Abraham, not out of compulsion, 
but out of his heart. There was no command or commandment for Abraham to tithe a 10%, 10% and give it to this individual, Melchizedek, mm-hmm. who was king and priest, right, of God. There, there was nothing commanding him to do so. And Melchizedek didn't come out and, and hold him at gunpoint. And demand it, exactly. Mm-hmm. However, he, Abraham, purposed to do this. It was in his heart to do. Isn't that the same pattern that we're seeing here? Mm-hmm. Yes. Now let's also look at verse 21. Now the king of Sodom said to Abram, give me the persons and take the goods for yourself. Okay. It's interesting because the king of Sodom, if you look at it, right? There was a lot happening there. There was a lot of demand, right? And if you continue, Abraham says, no, I'm not going to take anything from you. Mm-hmm. So you cannot say that you made me rich. Mm-hmm. He was giving all the credit, the glory, honor due to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And he said, except what the young men have eaten. And exactly. the portion of the men who went with me. Yes. Let them take their portion. But I will say this, right? So Melchizedek is a type and shadow of the Lord. Now, we're going to hear similar language. Um, someone turned to Matthew 22, and it's going to be verses 15 through 20. And can someone else turn to Mark 12, verses 13 through 17? I have Mark 12, what verses? 13 through 17, please. Do you want me to read it now or wait? Yeah, you can read that one now. That's okay, fine. 13 through 17. Then they sent to him some of the Pharisees and the Herodians to catch him in his words. When they had come, they said to him, Teacher, we know that you are true and care about no one, for you do not regard the person of men, but teach the way of God and truth. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Shall we pay or shall we not pay? But he, knowing their hypocrisy, said to them, Why do you test me? Bring me a denarius that I may see it. So they brought it, and he said to them, Whose image and inscription is, in, is this? They said to him, Caesar's. And Jesus answered and said to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they marveled at him. Amen. And can someone read Matthew's account? Oh, I will. All right, sir. Then the Pharisees went and plotted how they might entangle him in his talk. And they sent to him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are true, and teach the way of God in truth. Nor do you care about anyone, for you do not regard the person of men. Tell us, therefore, what do you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why do you test me, you hypocrites? Show me the tax money. So they brought him a denarius. And he said to them, Whose image and inscription is on this? They said to him, Caesar's. And he said to them, Render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard these words, they marveled and left him and went their way. Hmm. So, I want to point this out, because it's important. And we already brought this up a little bit, right? The Lord requires our what? Obedience. Obedience. Willing okay. obedience. Oh, exactly. That's what he's looking for. A heart that is willing to be obedient to him. Right? Mm. Yes. Which is yes. why he said, 
From every man whose heart, who gives it willingly with his heart, you shall take the offering. Again, not, not under obligation or compulsion. Right? Yes. yes. He requires our hearts, which is why there are many places in scriptures, especially in the Old Testament, but also in the New, in Hebrews, where it talks about how these people's lips, they with their lips they honor me, but their heart is far from me. Right? It's not about the things yes. that we bring or... Or our, I'll say our tithes and our offerings. He, the Lord, wants our hearts. So while you see similar language here in verse 21 of Genesis 14. So Genesis 14, verse 21, right? Yes. The king of Sodom asks for the people. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. But the king of Sodom didn't show up by himself. He came with other priests, Right. Oh, the king of Sodom came with other kings? Uh, yes. Uh, so, in, Oh, sorry. In verse 17, he went out to meet um, Abraham on his return from the defeat of these other kings. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Let, me let me correct myself. Thank you. Um, but he, he instead demanded, right, where with the king of Salem, who again is a type and shadow of Christ being both king and high priest, the... There was no request made. He just blessed him, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't demand. and So I bring this up. Isn't that like the enemy? To demand things? But the Lord leaves it up to us. It is our free will to choose what we will do, who we will serve. Do we see this pattern throughout? Yes. Okay. So that matters. But then, uh, and... Uh, Nindine, you brought this up, and it's a great point. That's in Exodus 36, verse 5. Just going to someone turn there, please. Okay. You want me to read it? Um, actually, can you read for, starting in verse 3 through um, 7? Okay. Exodus 36, verses 3 through 7. And they received from Moses all the offering which the children of Israel had brought for the work of the service of making the sanctuary. So they continued bringing to him free will offerings every morning. Then all the craftsmen who were doing all the work of the sanctuary came, each from the work he was doing. And they spoke to Moses saying, the people bring much more than enough for the service of the work which the Lord commanded us to do. So Moses gave a commandment, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, Let neither man nor woman do any more work for the offering of the sanctuary. And the people were restrained from bringing, for the material that, I'm sorry, for the material they had was sufficient for all the work to be done, indeed too much. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody see what happened there? Mm-hmm. It was giving for a time. And I also want to point out the heart because Moses could have kept accepting their offerings. It was in their heart to give, right? Yes. Yes. That wouldn't have been right or righteous by the Lord, though. He did as the Lord commanded. He could have gone down and he could have gone down to each individual person and house and said, I'll say it in this way, um, counting the change in their pocket, right? Well, you have X amount of been blessed or you have been blessed with X amount of gold and materials and all these things. You're required to give this because we have this 
and we're going to cover it very detailed and exacting list from the Lord. Hmm. Right? Mm, but that's yes. not what Moses did. He just made the announcement. Hey, if the Lord puts on your heart to give, then give. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. yes. And it was giving for a purpose. And when that purpose was fulfilled, when they had counted the cost and estimated they had enough, they told the people, hey, we have, we have, have, we have enough. We have more than what we need to finish this work that we've been asked to do. And uh, I know some of the listeners can't see, uh, there's a slide up that shows the, the tent of meeting and the tabernacle and all the exacting things that are that were required for them to make. And it's incredible. And it doesn't even have all the details and how high and, and everything, but it, it is an immense list. But the Lord just let the people, yeah, I'll say it in this way, it was an opportunity for the people to listen to the Lord for themselves and come into alignment with what the Lord had put on their heart to do individually. Again, not out of obligation or compulsion, not having to be told. He's left it between them and the Lord. And I, I say that's a great pattern for us today as it comes to whatever, tithes and offerings and everything. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, right? Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, and we are believers, Christians, right, are his sons and daughters, then why would we change what he's already, the pattern he's already set up? Whatever the Lord puts on our heart to give, right? Yes. yes. He deserves it all. He is king and high priest, right? Mm. And, and that's the, the next point we're going to get to here, because um, when he talks about the offering, right, there are so many things, right? Starting in verse 3, right? This is the offering you'll take from gold, silver, bronze. Yes, back in Exodus 25, excuse okay, me. Okay, that's all right. And then after those things, he goes into colors, right? Blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen, and goat's hair. Ram skins dyed red, badger skins, acacia wood, which is a very strong, hard, sturdy wood, um, oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, for the sweet incense, honest stones, and stones to be set in the ephod and the breastplate. Um, there is a lot in here. God is a God of details, right? Yes. He is. yes. And every detail, mm. I'll tell you, speaks to him as is the manifold wisdom of the Lord. Amen. He, <laughs> I mean, nothing, he's a master planner. Yes, he is. So, I want to point out something to you, because this whole thing, the, the tent of meeting, the tabernacle, speaks of the Lord. So if we start with just the colors here that are given, right? And these are fine linen. So there are, you can look at it, three or four colors. And I say three or four because it specifically mentions blue, purple, and red, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But then it says fine linen. What color is fine linen? White. white. Typically white. Little, little tannish, ecru. Okay. So each one, each color speaks to a different aspect, or you could call it a revelation of the Lord, right? Yes. The blue, as our 
great and high priest. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, you can look at Psalm 110. And you can look at Hebrews 7, 1 through 3. Okay. Okay. The purple is his kingship as the king of kings and lord of lords or the king of glory right yes you can find that in <laughs> deuteronomy 10 17 psalm 1 uh trying to read my writing here Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. i want to say it's uh psalm 136 3 there's Revelation 17.4 and Revelation 19.16. And there's 1 Timothy 6.15. A lot of scriptures here, I know. The red speaks of him as a man. And not just as a suffering servant, but as our Savior. Who shed his blood for us. And you can look at Psalm 22. And Isaiah 53. And the white. The white speaks to Jesus as the Son of God. You can find that in Matthew 17.5. Colossians 1.13. And I believe it's 2 Peter uh, 1.17. They're all different aspects and revelations of the Lord, right? Yes. You can, you can look at it as revelations or offices, right? That we must realize. And, and you will find this as we go through when we talk about these are just at the, even at the gates to enter in. Recognizing who the Lord is in his fullness, right? Yes. He is God. He is man. He is our high priest, our great high priest and he is the king of kings and lord of lords Amen. recognizing who he is in his fullness but then let's also look at something what's it say right after this fine linen it says that's in verse uh, Exodus 25 verse 4 it says goat's hair ram skins dyed red badger skins right yes um, yes. other versions may say um porpoise skins right depending on which translation you have and and the reason for that is leather it makes it waterproof right this yes. this tabernacle this tent of meeting had to be rolled up and transported with them and then unpacked and set up right wow. so so let's also consider that here are these uh, revelations or offices or the Lord in full mm -hmm. already delineated through the colors. But then what was the point and purpose of back in Genesis with the fall of man or in Genesis 3? What was the point and purpose of the sacrifice? You clothe um, animal on. Okay, it covered them. So all those things were wrapped up in flesh right as a covering yes. as a protective yes. layer so all of these things are the embodiment of Christ in the flesh 
right? As, as man. Let's consider that for a moment. Wrapped in flesh, and then what was he? He was filled with oil. He diffused the fragrant aroma of God throughout the whole earth, mm-hmm. right? And then what? Yes. They're rich, valuable, um, all those things are in the breastplate, which the ephod was one of the things used or with the urim and the thumim in order to hear from the Lord. Every aspect in his life, of, of in and of his life, was geared towards hearing from his heavenly father. Mm. So uh, I think we have to understand this, right? Jesus in Luke 24 says that when he met his disciples on the Emmaus Road, that he explained himself, starting with Moses, he explained himself throughout Moses and the prophets in all the scriptures. Everything speaks of Christ. Right? That's the typical Sunday school answer, right? Oh, yes. Right? Everything points to Jesus. Everything is, is Jesus. Right? So yeah. we can see that here. And something that he designed and purposed. And what again, what was the purpose of this tent of meeting in this tabernacle? Because the Lord wanted to dwell among them. To dwell among men. That's verse 8 of Exodus 25. Thank you. That was the point and the purpose. We just haven't understood it fully. But we're changing that here, right? We're hearing with yes. new ears. We're hearing new things. We're renewing our mind. Mm-hmm. So we can see Christ in and through all things. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. I know it's a lot today, and, and we didn't have time to go through all the scriptures uh, exactly as I, I wanted, but um, right. they're there for you to, to listen to and uh, to look up in, in your time. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. All right. Can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. I just thank you for today, and just thank you for... Being our covering and just dwelling with us. Thank you, Lord. And just making we're able to give to you that there's no limit. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for making where we have a giving heart and we can fully follow what you say you want mm-hmm. us to do. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus amen. Name, amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.